welcome to Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. My name is Kelly and I'm a former wedding planner and blogger and I'm obsessed with weddings. If you're planning a wedding in Ireland, you're in the right place. You're going to learn the tried and tested methods to planning your dream wedding without the added stress. Think of this as your one-stop shop for everything to do with planning your wedding in Ireland. With me, your new wedding planning bestie and a cup of tea. This is Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. Well, hello and happy Wednesday. It is time for a brand new episode of Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. As you can tell by the title of this episode, we're talking all about the post-wedding blues. And let me tell you, so many couples experience this feeling where you get to the day after your wedding and you just have no idea what to do with yourself. Do you remember that scene in Friends where Monica says, I'll never be a bride again. Now I'm just someone's wife. Well, that's how a lot of people feel. There's this anticipation and buildup that goes into the wedding day that you put all your energy and focus into planning this magical day. And then you get to the next day or sometimes even the night of the wedding where you're going to bed and suddenly you think, oh, this sucks. (laughs) That is called the post-wedding blues. So whether you are just starting to plan your wedding and you're newly engaged or you are well into your wedding planning journey or you're somewhere in between, there are four things that you can start to do right now so that when it gets to the day after your wedding, you don't have the post-wedding blues. And I'm going to walk you through those four things because this is going to be a game changer, not just for the day after the wedding, but actually for the season leading into your wedding day as well. So first thing, keep your end goal in mind. Now it's simple. The whole point of getting married is to get married, right? You're going to do the legal bit, whether that's on the day or you're going to do it before the wedding day, whatever you've chosen, but you're going to get married legally and you're going to have this amazing party to celebrate your love with your family and your friends. So you're not planning a wedding so that you can show off how stylish you are and so that you can, you know, impress your friends. You know, there's going to be a a natural positive implication of those things. You know, when you're planning an event that you want people to have a great time at, they're going to have fun. They're going to be impressed and you're going to, you know, you're going to have loads of fun the whole time. But that's not the point. The point is to celebrate with your friends and family. And the whole point is to get married and to take the time to put the focus on your relationship. And so once the wedding is over, you're still married. So goal achieved. So if you can keep that end goal in mind, then when you get to the day after the wedding, you can say, you know what? We're married. That was the point. And that perspective can really help you so that when you get to that point, you know that you've achieved the goal. The next chapter in your relationship after the wedding is all about building your marriage. And so there are a few things that you can do before you get to the wedding day that can help you to start building your marriage so that you start on you know, a strong and solid foundation. So this is what you can do. You could go on date nights throughout the whole wedding planning journey where you keep wedding talk off limits. So you allow yourself to really just enjoy each other's company. You could, um, you know, ask each other really important questions. Um, You know, you could take the time to get to know each other on a different level. But the point here is to really spend quality time together as a couple, even though you're planning your wedding, where wedding talk is not part of what you're doing. Next thing you can do is you can really take time to prepare for marriage by asking one another some really important questions about your beliefs, your values, your life goals. These are really important things because you're going to be building a marriage and a life together. And so you want to know what your future spouse thinks about religion and politics and some things that might be really important to you. 
Something else you can do is to genuinely be interested in growing, sorry, you can genuinely be interested in growing together as a couple and invest in your relationship as soon as you can. Now, this looks different for different people. It could mean taking on some hobbies that you do together, like maybe you want to start running and that's something that you're going to do as like a couple's activity. Um, It could be cooking together or setting up your new home. Whatever it is, you're doing something where you're taking a genuine interest in the other person and you're focusing on championing them and championing your relationship so that when you get to the day after your wedding, you're married and you don't feel bummed because you go, hold on, this is the next part of the journey. Now we get to just be married, which is so cool. So that's my top tip. Number one is to keep your end goal in mind. You really want to be building a marriage that is so much more beautiful than your wedding could ever be. And that takes time investing in your marriage before you even get there. Okay, item number two, don't let wedding planning take over your life. Okay, if wedding planning is the only thing that you're focused on, then what are you going to focus on when the wedding is finished? And that can happen to so many couples because you can you can spend every waking moment thinking about the wedding, agonizing over the details, stressing about you know, has this supplier done this thing you asked them to do? You're waiting for a quote. You need to confirm this appointment. And when that takes over every aspect of life, then when it's finished and you don't have that thing to think about anymore, it can actually be a little bit distressing. In some ways, it's a relief because you're like, oh, I don't have to worry about the wedding anymore. But in other ways, you can have all these empty spaces of time where you start to feel a little bit guilty that you're not doing anything. It's just not healthy. So in last week's episode, which is episode 73, we spoke all about becoming the most organized bride. And one of the things that's really important is if you want to be organized, it's really helpful that you compartmentalize and you have wedding planning activities, wedding planning time, and then you have other times so that your wedding doesn't take over your life. And these are some tips for how you can do that. Have one wedding planning day every week, and that's the day that you do wedding planning. And then, of course, as you get closer to the big day, you'll need to increase the frequency because there'll be some some weeks, you know, the, like the last month before the wedding where you actually just have to do stuff. Um, but, you know, when you're two years out, you don't have to be planning your wedding every day of the week. You can designate a day and that's where you focus on your wedding planning tasks. Number two, hang out with your friends and take a genuine interest in what's going on with their lives. <laughs> you don't want to be that friend that only asks Um, you know, your friends about things that they think about your wedding and you're only talking about your wedding and you're just waiting for a moment where someone's going to bring up your wedding. You want to invest in your friendships and take the time to get to know them and invest in what's going on in their lives so that when the wedding is finished, you still have things to talk about. Something else you can do is not neglect your hobbies. So keep going to your Pilates classes and not just because you want to get super toned for the wedding, you know, keep learning to cook, reading good books, going on long walks, all of those types of things. Just keep doing the things that you genuinely love to do and don't put them aside just so you can do all the wedding planning. Like there's a way that you can keep, um, you know, an element of your, your life together while planning your wedding. And finally, why don't you carry on pursuing your career goals and working on building a life that you really love? And that looks different for different people. But if you're going to be engaged for two years, you don't want to spend that time focusing so much on wedding planning that you're pushing aside any you know, growth that you could have in your career um, because you, know, you need to think about the wedding. Because then when the wedding is finished, you haven't progressed in any way. So take the time to really build your career, do what you can do with the time that you have. And then when the wedding is finished, you'll continue progressing and growing. Item number three, give yourself something to look forward to. So if you think you're going to be really sad after the wedding and you're going to have the wedding blues, 
you need to have something you can look forward to. And this will look different for each couple, but I want to give you a few suggestions to get you thinking about some things you could plan now to look forward to after the wedding. Item number one, your honeymoon. So some couples go on honeymoon right after the wedding. Others go on a bit of a mini moon, like a local getaway for a couple of days in Ireland. And then the big honeymoon comes a few months later. There's so many different options. But the idea here is that by having a honeymoon at some point after the wedding, you've got something to look forward to. So whether you're going to plan the honeymoon now and go straight away, or you're going to get married and then start to plan, either way, you're going to be looking forward to this amazing, magical honeymoon together. Something else you can look forward to is your new home. So for couples who don't live together before the wedding day, you have a whole new home to build together. Not literally build, but um, you can start decorating, you can start getting pieces of furniture, you can start putting all your wedding gifts into the home. And if you have been living together before you get married, you could still think of some home projects you can do that you can save for after the wedding. Things that can signify your new relationship and how you're growing together as a couple. It could be something as simple as putting wedding photos up on the wall and taking time to really, um, you know, design what that wall layout will look like with all the photos framed and displayed. So it's the idea here is to think of something to do with building your home together. Something else you can do is you can look forward to a fun friend activity. So put in some special dates ahead of time with your best friends. It could be things like taking your maid of honor out for dinner as a thank you for all the support and help during the wedding planning process. It's different for different people, but think of some fun friend activities that you can piece in. And then when you're finished with the wedding, you can go, oh, I've still got that really cool thing coming up. And then finally, what about something tasty you want to cook together? So whether you're super into cooking and maybe you like to watch things like MasterChef, or maybe you have never cooked before and you want to learn, find an amazing recipe or look up some kind of cooking course or even, you know, an online YouTube video or something that you can follow along. But put in a date where you can do something like that, where you can learn to cook something together. And then uh, you could do that as a couple and you can enjoy the meal as part of a date night. Like how fun does that sound? The idea here is to have some things you can look forward to so that when you get to the wedding day, you can think, oh, when the wedding's finished, we still have that cool thing coming up. And finally, find ways to relive your wedding day. It is your wedding after all, and um, you don't want to leave it all in the past. You want to take as many opportunities as you can to really, you know, celebrate your love, celebrate the wedding itself. And there are so many cool ways that you can relive the day. You could get your friends and family together when your photos come in and you can show them the pictures. You could even do it again with your wedding video. That's what we did, my husband and I. We had our photos come in and I'm not lying when I say we had a USB of like 900 photos and we put it into our TV and we just had it on loop and we were just, you know, we would show the photos to our friends and we would chat and laugh and and that's when we got to hear some stories from our friends and family of our wedding day from their perspective. You know, they'd be like, oh my gosh, I remember that photo. I remember this was the thing that was happening and it was just a really special moment and I guarantee you, your close friends and family won't get sick of it. Um, I wouldn't suggest inviting your entire wedding guest list over, but you know, it could be a wedding party, it could be your parents or your siblings and um, you know, they'll love to relive the memories with you. And something that I said before is you can print wedding photos and you could display them. That's something to look forward to. And you could even do something as simple as going through all the wedding posts that you were tagged in on social media. So if you were tagging photos and videos that your guests were posting, you could go through all of those together and just relive all those memories all over again. So to recap, if you want to make sure that you don't have the post-wedding blues, here are four things you can do. 
Number one, keep your end goal in mind, and that is to get married. Number two, don't let wedding planning take over your life. Still invest in the things that you love to do. Number three, give yourself something to look forward to. And it's different for different couples, but think of something you can look forward to. And finally, find ways to relive your wedding day because I know you're going to want to do that. Thank you for listening today. The Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online podcast is produced by me, Kelly, and mixed, mastered, and edited by Glenn Hartman. For more wedding planning tips, advice, checklists, and more, visit weddingsonline.ie.